0: Let's pray. Amen. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord God, as it goes forth that you bring illumination, revelation. Father God, I thank you for what you've done for us on the cross. Father, that, that, it, that we are overcomers because of it. <laughs> Father God, that we walk in victory, victory every day, every day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I'm going to have to, oh, did I, I'm going to have. The subject that I chose today is insecure, being insecure. I don't know about the rest of you, but that is something that I have dealt with all my life, all of my life. But I'm overcoming it, people of God. I am overcoming it. I'm going to tell you what happened to me as a child. My mom never knew about it because I never told her. And if I did tell my mom, I know my mom, she's a mother bear. She would have done something about it. I was in second grade, and a teacher. I think she's passed away now, God bless her, but anyways, I couldn't understand a certain, it was math, I think it was. I struggled in math. And this teacher wasn't what you call a loving teacher. Um, I think she was frustrated with me because I wasn't getting it. So she would come up to me and literally put her knuckles on my head and grind them in there and say tappy tappy on the icebox do you know people of God that that affected me all through school all through high school I wasn't an A student I wasn't because I didn't have confidence in myself I didn't have confidence in the creator that that made me so the subject that I chose was insecurity. And there was, there was different, I think there was Peter and Gideon and Job. They all dealt with insecurity. But the one that I chose was Moses. Moses was born a Hebrew, right? A Hebrew, and he was born, um, his mother was Jacobad. Actually, my aunt helped me with that. I said, how do you pronounce her name? She said, Jacobod. He was a prophet. God had called him from the womb. He was a prophet. He was called to the Israelites. He was called. Yeah. But because of the circumstances that they were in, this, the, um, the Israelites were enslaved. <laughs> his mother hid him because Pharaoh was afraid they were, they were, they were becoming too numerous. So she hid him. They were, I'm sorry, you guys. You're going to have to excuse me. I have to back up. He was going to kill them. He wanted, or he wanted um, the Hebrew, Hebrew boys, babies, to die because they were becoming too numerous. And so... His mother Jochebed hid him and Pharaoh's daughter found him and raised him as her own so Moses grew up in the royal family under Pharaoh yeah. She adopted him So as as it goes on Moses is with the Israelites, and he ends up murdering one of the, the, um, the slaves, not the slaves, but it was, um, sorry <laughs> you guys. I got so ahead of my notes, I'm so sorry. He killed an Egyptian master, a slave master, who was beating a Hebrew slave. Moses left and fled to Midian. This is where I really want to talk about is Midian. This was a wilderness place that God had taken him. He was there for 40 years, 40 years. This is where, because you know why God took him there? It's because Moses had potholes and gullies they had to be ironed out that place had to be leveled to get the arrogance and the pride out of him sometimes when we're when we're insecure we end up falling in pride we do we end up falling in pride being prideful so as Moses was going along God appears to him after 40 years because he was called he appears to him from a burning bush and said now you're ready you go lead my people out so as as it goes on in um, Exodus 5 7 talks about him Moses Was with the Israelites, and they were told to make the same coat of a bricks without straw. The foreman came to him and said, "You got to do something here. We're getting in trouble. They're they're supposed to make the same coat of bricks without straw." Moses says to God in this to- in this to- bold attitude. You've done nothing to help them. You've done nothing. Moses here was a chosen man to lead the people out of slavery, out of bondage, and yet he was insecure. He couldn't speak well. Like I'm up here, I don't know what's happened to me, but like, just like me up here, I'm not speaking well. But listen, just like, really, I don't know what happened, but listen, Moses couldn't speak well. he was a man that couldn't wasn't graceful but yet he was told to go lead the people millions of Israelites out (laughs) he said he's sitting there telling God I can't do this I can't speak well I'm in I'm inadequate I can't do it but God's like yes you can through me you can Through me, you can. Because see, what Moses was doing was he's relying on his own ability and not what God can do. Isn't that what we do? We rely on our own abilities and not what God can do. In spite of all his insecurities, God still chose him. He still chose him. I know there's some of you... Because I've, I've met some of you that have a call on your life. I see it. But you're not stepping into it because you're too insecure. Or maybe you, may not be, you might not be called to ministry, but you're called to something else to do for God. And you're not stepping into it because you're allowing insecurities to hold you back. But God says, I'm with you. I'm not going to leave you nor forsake you. He's with us the whole time, people. We don't realize that. We don't. I didn't. I grew up thinking that I was stupid, that I was dumb, that I couldn't do anything. But you know what? That's a lie from the enemy. It's from the pits of hell. That's not true. All because of a teacher. All because of somebody couldn't couldn't build me up. Or encourage me all because of a teacher would smack her hands on my head and say not or tappy tappy on the icebox matter of fact I shared this with some people the other night listen be careful be careful you young parents how you encourage your kids how watch the teachers that they have I'm serious watch it that's something that me and Steve did when our girls That's something I made sure, that they grew up, not confidence in themselves, but confidence in God. That they can do all things. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. On your paper, number one, what Moses didn't know is that God was looking at his potential and not his insecurities. When I talk about his potential, not in Moses, but in him in him. In spite of all your insecurities, God will still choose you. He will still choose you because he takes the things that we think that he can't use to confound the wise. He does. People that you think, Be watch what you're judging and who you're judging because he'll, he'll use that person. What stops us number two on your paper is what stops us from reaching higher is us is you it's me because we allow our lack of self-esteem to hold us back from what we should be doing for God this is where that pride comes in because we're too focused on ourselves and our lack of, instead of what God can do for us, and in us, and through us. If God can take something out of nothing, void and without form, like the earth, and said, let there be light, couldn't he do that with me? I was was without form and void at one time, but yet his spirit is in me. His spirit is in me. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Let there be light. His spirit touches our individual lives. Isn't that awesome? I was thinking um, during worship, and, and um, when Pat, both Pastor and my husband got up here, I was like, wow, you know what? Testimony. I have a testimony. I'm not I'm not here to tell you my testimony, but I have one. And what God has brought me out of. And what I was into before I met Jesus. Hmm? And what he's healed me of, too. We have an awesome God. We have an awesome God. Number three on your paper, it says, we tend tend to look for approval of man instead of looking to God, all because we do not feel good enough. Let me tell you, people of God, you are good enough. You are good enough. Good enough. We doubt, we wonder how God could ever use us. We end up feeding our insecurities and doubts and then relying on our own strength. It doesn't work when we rely on our own strength. We end up saying to ourselves, and I've done this people, I have done this, I'm weak, scared, too busy, tired, I have failed, I'm a failure. Let me talk to you about failure. If I, I could stand up here and tell you about some things that me and Steve have failed in, or we thought we failed in, to our, our awesome pastor here said, you didn't fail! see that can become a crutch if we allow it (laughs) how about this I feel hopeless I've been there lazy I don't know about lazy isn't that what Pharaoh told the Israelites they're lazy 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 Bitter, worn out, too messy. I'm still in the process. By believing all that stuff, you'll never make it to your goal. You will never make it to the goal, or the thing that God has called you to, or has you doing, or what he, whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing. We'll always be in the process, always. 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 Don't allow those things to keep you from reaching your highest potential in him. When you do that, you become a slave to it. Do you know what the meaning of a slave is? It means you're restricted. You've actually restricted yourself. With our church, means Steve could go back and say, Yeah. We've been wounded. Yeah, we have. But if we allowed that wound, those wounds to stay open, we will never, ever move forward. We will never, ever go past. Where we're at. Ever. (laughs) Number four, the only way you're going to reach your full potential is seeking him. Pastor has been talking about that, seeking him with your whole heart, all of your heart, with everything that you've got. You have to seek God you'll never accomplish it unless you're seeking him that's when success comes people of God is when you're seeking him and it's not about your abilities your strengths this is number five your talents it's about you trusting God with everything That's when your success will come in because you're relying on his strength and not your own talents too. Yes, I forgot that one. God showed off through Moses with his insecurities. God didn't care. Even though Moses kept talking to God, he kept telling God, I have this, I have that as if God didn't know anyways. God already knows. But he still used him. He still used him. He still used him him because he's not looking at your insecurities or your your, um, whatever, however you feel about yourself. Because God knows you have potential in him. In him. In him. You know what? Moses, to me, I... When I read that, I, I had to laugh because I think he was bold, too, at the same time. Because he would literally get in God's face and says, and you have done nothing about it, when he's actually sent him to go do it. I mean, I think it was kind of, I mean, I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he did. I mean, Moses was bold, got right in God's face. And just read it in Exodus, you guys. Listen, look at how he got in God's face and talked to him. It's kind of funny. I mean, I had to laugh. I did. I laughed. See, God called him as a public speaker. You know, getting up in front of people isn't easy, people of God. That's why I stumbled up here, because I'm nervous. I, for one thing, I haven't done it in a while. And another thing, this is a large crowd. You guys, this is my third time in front of a large crowd. You know? <laughs> yeah. Listen public speaker Moses was called a public to a public to to the Israelites millions to lead them out of slavery that's a huge responsibility that's why God had to, that's why God took him into that wilderness that 40 years to make him broad-shouldered you know what broad-shouldered means take responsibility take responsibility so he could take the responsibility of that huge, huge ministry. He was the lawgiver. He wrote the Torah. If you don't know what the Torah is, it's the first five books of the, of the Bible. Moses wrote that. Not only did he lead them out, he gave the law, and he wrote the Torah. Huge responsibility. Huge. And a public speaker at the same time. Okay, what number are we on? Do you know, you guys? Six, okay. Your insecurities will restrict you from advancing forward in Christ. It will restrict you, hold you back. Number seven, insecurities bring discouragement. It lacks judgment. When I say lacks judgment there, you're lacking judgment in yourself of who you are in Christ. That's what I mean by that. It wears at your self-esteem, your character, the way you think. It chips away, and eventually it breaks you down. I feel like a worm. And you know what? That's exactly how I felt for a lot of years. I felt like this big. I felt like a worm. It's not It's not a good place to be in. It's not. Another story is uh, my... Uh, um, speech class teacher, because we had to have that class to graduate. She gave me a C because I had a problem getting up in front of people. I lacked confidence. I lacked the self-esteem. I didn't think I could do what. Sorry about that. Don't stop. to focusing on your circumstances. and Start looking what God can do through you and in you and in your situation or whatever you're called to do. Whether it's in ministry, the workplace, whatever it is. Hey, I know some of you all here are supposed to be writing a book. Get to it. Get to it. No, really, get to it. What's stopping you? (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Moses kept arguing with God and said, I can't do it. But all along, God kept saying, "Yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's not through your strength, but mine. God placed a staff in Moses' hand, and he had to use it. Guess what? God's placed a staff in your hand. It's called the Word of God. This is my Bible, people of God. So this, that's your staff. Use it. Use it. Moses felt inadequate. Joseph also was despaired about leading the Israelites into the promised land. And Esther feared approaching the king, knowing it could cost her, her life. But because she did it anyways, through her obedience, God spared the whole nation. He saved the whole entire nation. Just as God equipped Moses and led the Israelites with Aaron and his staff, just as God kept his promise to Joshua of victory to the Canaanites, just as God gave Esther the courage to go before the king, he will equip you for the task. He equips, he promises, and he encourages us. Paul puts it this way. God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. Cast off all your fear and trust God. If God has called you beyond your circumstances or capabilities, he will equip you. He will. God led Moses through into an increasingly difficult situations, people. And he could have quit but he didn't
1: because he <laughs> believed
0: in his purpose he believed he did he finally believed in his purpose even though he was complaining said I can't do it he did it anyways sometimes you know I heard this I heard this saying is that we have to think like Jesus and lead like Moses. And I'm going to end with this. Joshua 1, 3. We are to be strong and courageous and not be frightened or dismayed. For the Lord our God is with us wherever we may go.